HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This piece was brought to you by Roberta's, robertaspizza.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported food radio network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. Join our hosts as they lead you through the world of craft brewing, behind the scenes of the restaurant industry, inside the battle over school food, and beyond. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The devil them rhythm and blues that sound. It's gonna get you sun in the air. Welcome back to the Speakeasy. I'm Damon Bolte. My name is Southern Teague. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm well. <clears throat> getting well. I'm getting better. Did you, did you have a cold? This nasty cold that's going around. Yeah, it got me. You're just not drinking enough whiskey. That's untrue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always drinking enough whiskey. Um, yeah, but it just uh, thanks, Dave. Caught me, uh, caught me off guard. Uh, you know, worked uh, worked an unusual Sunday night shift for the Superb Owl. Oh, you did? Yeah. Why? Because everybody knows I don't care about sports, so they made me work. No, I thought you meant like someone hired you to work a Super Bowl party. Oh no, 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 no. I just I had like, to work. that sounds like my own personal hell. Now, in the building, um, we had a little bit of a management change, and the two dudes who care most about the Super Bowl were going to go see the, the thing together, and, and suddenly then one of them was going to have to work if I didn't do it. So I, I said, I'll do it. Yeah. Because oh. I don't care. Yeah. We had yeah. our, our uh, company-wide... Can, can oh, that's company right. You were plus. closed. Yeah, we, we closed a bunch of places. It was really cool. We had uh, our holiday party at the Gutter, the gutter in Williamsburg, yeah. which is a big punk rock, like, divey Love that spot. Uh, bowling alley. Been a long time. Yeah, man. It was cool. It was uh, Grand Army, um, Rucola, Celestine, Black Seed Bagel, uh, La Turtle, and um, the, the Smile. Rolling with a posse. That's yeah, great. It was great. It was like over 300 people. It was cool. Holy shit. I know. So you took over the, whole, full, the entire place. buyout, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, Amazing. It was, it was awesome. That is awesome. Do people show up for that stuff? I mean, 300 people, like, nobody wanted to see the Super Bowl. They have it playing there, though. Right? There was, like... I, I didn't even know this, but in the gutter, they have like a live music room in the back. Uh, I didn't know that either. I've never seen shows there, but they uh, they had the big screen up in play. They had the, the game on, but like there were only like five people out of like over 300 watching it. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. A bunch of bars and restaurants that don't have TVs in them, you know. <laughs> yeah. I guess after a while, you just kind of like don't really care about watching sports anymore. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it was cool. Um, that sounds fun. Glad you got to celebrate. Sure did. We're still having our, our 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 holiday thing is usually in March, so we haven't done it yet. Wow. Yeah. 
That's cool. Trying to find the time. Well, if you need any help, man, let me know. <laughs> Maybe we'll do it at Grand Army. You could. I mean, and there's only about 70 of us. Yeah, that's right at our capacity. Hmm. Something let's, to think let's about. Talk after All the right, show. let's talk after the show. <laughs> Speaking, Speaking of the show, who's on the show today, Damon? <laughs> we have our buddy Alfred Cronstro in the studio. Uh, hello, guys. Hello. How Welcome to the show. Hey, so, um, Welcome. we have, Thanks. along with you and uh, a bunch of glasses and ice and Cointreau <laughs> and tequila and lime and juice. Orange wine. Yeah, I wonder and where this is going. <laughs> We have <laughs> Kayla and yes. Emily. Welcome to the show. Kayla, Woo! you've been on the show before. Yes. And welcome back. Thank you. Emily, it's your One first of time. our best welcome. guests, Kayla Mata. <laughs> cool. The actual worst guest. No. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she, uh, didn't, didn't you, like, show up late that day? Like, because. Uh, <laughs> yes. 100%. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah, well, uh, it was still a great show today as well. I'm sure Just Google frazzled. Analytics would support their claim that <laughs> you are popular. <laughs> well, you're here now, so we're good to go. All right, cool. Let's get into it. Alfred, what yep. are you doing here in the United States? <laughs> I enjoy this beautiful weather. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> the uh, wintry mix today in Brooklyn. Yeah. So I've got a book in front of me. You have a book that you just put out called Nighttime Walks. It's a traveling book. It's not like a classic book, you know. It's more a traveling book. And through this book, I wanted to share a part of the beautiful experiences uh, I had uh, all around the world. So, yeah, it's a little bit uh, of myself, a little part of myself. I speak a little bit of my family for the introduction to explain uh, what is uh, this beautiful family around this beautiful, uh, iconic uh, bottle, uh, Cointreau. Mm-hmm. And also through uh, this um, this bottle, this brand um, drive me all uh, all around the world to meet uh, bartenders, to discovering beautiful places, and to taste uh, awesome cocktails. So I wanted to share this uh, experience with uh, people who can read this book. Very cool. I mean, I know that uh, that we know a little bit about Cointreau. We've like, it's been it's, around. It's been around. I mean, I think yeah. I think it's gonna. I think it has legs. It'll stay around for a while. <laughs> yeah. um, it's in, you know, some of the most iconic cocktails in history, you know, like for one being the margarita, which is actually celebrating its 70th anniversary exactly. this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This month, right? Yeah, like right now. This year. Yeah. Oh, this cool. year. Well, Wait, we're doing this for a year, full, guys. Yeah. yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, we're full year it. anniversary. Yeah. Isn't yeah. National Margarita Day like the 24th of... 22nd. 22nd, yeah. Okay, cool. Of what? Uh, of February? Month? Yeah. That's a random month to pick for murder. I know. The you perfect know, month. What are you talking about? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Escapism. Escapism. Yeah. <gasps> Jinx. Yes. Yes. Jinx. Does that mean I can't Jinx, talk for the margarita. Wait, no, you can't yeah. talk for the rest of the <laughs> show now. No. Jinx. Southern, Southern, Southern. Perfect. <laughs> okay, you're back. <laughs> so, okay, so then why don't we start at the beginning? Tell us about Cointreau and your family and this product. But it was born in uh, 1849. That uh, so 169 years ago, beautiful number. Um, <laughs> oh boy, with, uh, we got to get out of here. <laughs> with the dream of uh, of two brothers, uh, Edouard Jean and Adolphe, and uh, Edouard Jean was my great 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 grandfather. So at the beginning in the family we were baker. We created another specialty of France. We created uh, la baguette. No, I'm kidding. We didn't create the baguette. <laughs> After we became confectioner, and in 1849, with the dream of those two guys, uh, we became a distillator liquorist. 
Uh, and after, the very quick, they involved the second generation in the business, Edouard, and Edouard had the brilliant idea to work with an exotic and rare fruit, the orange. So he traveled all around the world to find oranges, sweet and bitter oranges. He was interested by the peel, not by the fruit, but more by the peel. And after 10 years of research, he perfected the recipe of Cointreau, this orange liqueur, and in the same time, he designed this iconic bottle. Oh, yeah. So Very cool. Yeah, and the bottle hasn't changed since the beginning, correct? Exactly, as the recipe didn't change. So. The, yeah, there's a really cool photo the, of this book. At the that very is beginning. the only there's picture you you can see in the in this book. Uh, all the other things are draw. So oh yeah, all the all the other the drawings. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Edouard was really good to create uh, new recipes, um, new bottles, but also to promote them. You so guys know the Red Bull car, like the like the girls that drive yeah. around in the little cars and they've got the Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your great 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 exactly great grandfather. Uh, pretty much invented that and had yeah. built a giant Cointreau bottle that he put on the back of a truck and like drove around the countryside in France and was like, you guys want to try some uh, orange liqueur? <laughs> like, it's <was> amazing. <laughs> like, but you can, that's the picture that you're looking yeah. at. That's yeah. the bottle. He used to have that on the back of an automobile. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like this cool like kiosk shaped like the bottle. It's yeah. like the blue banana stand. I was thinking yeah. the same thing. Yeah. There's the always the money in the banana stand. <laughs> <laughs> so does that make uh, Edouard the original promo girl? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like has, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, he was a big fan of new technologies, as you say, cars, uh, phone, and stuff like that. And at the beginning of cinema, created by two uh, French guys, Les Frères Lumière, the Brothers Lumière, um, he created the first uh, commercial movie, the first advertising movie. And on this movie, you can, f- you can see um, a beautiful lady who's undressed. You guys should see it. It's it's yeah. super creepy to be it's fair, super but creepy. it's <laughs> it's great. But it's yeah. it's like so. It's the first advert. Yeah, amazing. Exactly. Quantro is the has the first video advert. Well, wow. I feel like Alfred's being very elegant about it. But let me let me give you some context. It's literally a lady in the background, kind of like sexy dancing, and the main the shim- character shimmying. That's what shimmying. you were just doing. She's kind of shimmying, shimmying. and okay. then the main character is a clown, a sad clown that has a belly full of some delicious yeah. French food and can't digest his food properly. So the, um, the waiter oh. gave to him a bottle of champagne, not appropriate for the digestion, a bottle of red wine, not good for after a good meal. So at the end, the waiter gave to this clown, the Piero, it's his name, a bottle of Cointreau, a huge bottle yeah. of Cointreau. So he's so happy because he had a good digestion. And uh, <laughs> so he, he hugs the bottle, he licks he, the he bottle. He licks the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Wow. And behind him, behind him, you can find this video. Is that it right there? Are we getting escorted out? No. <laughs> what, what was that, Dave? <laughs> no, you, you do not have the sounds in this. Uh, yeah. It's really the beginning of cinema, so you just have images. Oh, That's it. Yeah. What yeah, the hell was, was that, sound. Dave? That was just my own sound, some cartoon. Okay. Great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everybody relax. It's okay. Damn it, Dave. Damn it, Dave. Damn. I thought I was still having fevered dreams out here. <laughs> that may be true. <laughs> so uh, that, that's a, I mean that's really cool that, uh, that that he was so interested in in, in like new technologies yeah. and forward thinking. Um, <clears throat> so the brand gets born and it travels the world, and then so do you. Exactly. So around the neck, you can uh, you can read Cointreau aux quatre coins du monde. 
that mean uh, Cointreau on the four corners of the world. Of course, the world doesn't have corners because it's a, it's a sphere. It's a planet, but... It could be flat. There are some people in America, flat, yeah. Alfred, sadly, that do but, uh, not agree with you, which is yeah. bumming <laughs> me out, but yes, it is round. <laughs> well, but the, the bottle is a square bottle, so you have four corners, so it was a play of words. And uh, Edouard was really one of the first to give an international vision to his brand. So, awesome. Hmm. Yeah. That's very cool. So I, didn't know any, I didn't know those things. Yeah, right. I always wonder why it was a square bottle. I never really thought about. It. I mean, right. you know, I whenever mean, I see a square bottle, I always think about shipping. That's that's where square bottles kind of came <laughs> yeah. from, right? Because they didn't roll around. Oh, yeah, and also oh, you, you can and pack. You, and you, you pack optimize uh, you optimize the space, space yeah. in the boxes. Yeah, and they don't. But roll also, around. do do you know why it's square? It's not only for a, a shipping reason. It's also because through the design of this bottle, Edouard Cointreau want to explain us what was his philosophy when he created the recipe and what is the recipe itself. So. How many uh, corners do you have on a square? How many corners? Yeah. Oh, you're impressive. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you <are laughs> Wake up, guys. <laughs> Is it the digestion? You need a shot of Cointreau. Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, we did have all that pizza and we didn't have any Cointreau. We're about to. He's Let's have some. Okay. It's well, not wait. finished. It's just the beginning of the afternoon. So. Why did you yeah. make me answer the four, four question, though? What so, yeah, uh, the four corners, <laughs> like uh, the four ingredients of Cointreau, uh, the water, the pure water, H2O, the alcohol, natural alcohol, 96%, uh, the sugar, just a touch of sugar to give a smoothness, and last but not least, the, the oranges. So yeah, four, four corners to translate the four, uh, the four ingredients of the, of the recipe. Cool. Uh, see? I like watching Emily do the math. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's like ice math. I was like, I was going to do two, but I don't know if there's enough ice for two and to yeah. shake it. <laughs> Oh. So well, we're drinking. We're drinking these up. Oh, yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> that solves your ice problem. <laughs> we're we're working on building the bar out in here. Yes, we we've, we've uh, brainstormed today just before the show that uh, Damon and I are going to finally get off our asses and build a bar here in the studio so that there's uh, what so a speakeasy that, and the speakeasy so that we have equipment and stuff on hand because we always drink yeah. it in here. We may as well. We need a little freezer for ice. That's like always been a thing. It's the ice. <laughs> yeah, they make one that's that size. Yeah, uh, I know. With this weather, you don't need a freezer. Huh? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. You're right, Alfred. Go outside and get <laughs> snowballs. Cool. Oh, so this is the worst picture ever. That's <laughs> 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 really bad. It's like <laughs> wire in your face. I'm having a blast, guys. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I hope you're having a good time, Alfred. Listen, I'm still coming down off the NyQuil. <laughs> I feel great. So, um, okay, so... The product's been developed, uh, the packaging has been designed, and then we start moving into the the world of cocktails. Yeah. Right. Alors, so, yeah. At the beginning, Cointreau in France was appreciated on a traditional way, if mm-hmm. I can say that, more uh, as a digestive, neat or nice. And when Edouard Cointreau started to give an international vision, he started by the north of Europe, and uh, German people were the first to use Cointreau in the cocktail. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Cocktail, you say? Cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> nice. What do we have in there? Emily, are you going to shake that cocktail or are you going to rock it to sleep? Oh, God. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> what do we have in there? Where is the salt trainer? I never saw you put anything in there. Did I not? How about that? How about that? Okay. How about that? You're speedy. I didn't see any of it. <laughs> Looks yeah. awesome. Um, Taste test. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's margarita. Jesus. 
Excellent. Well, some vitamin C for me. You just made two just for us? What's the matter with you guys? We don't have any more ice. We'll just watch you. We're good. Is it good? Do you like it? That seems weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Here, okay, let's split these. It's these packed, are huge. Let's it's, split them. It's packed full of vitamin C. I'll give you that. Oh, um, which I need. Rock to so, sleep. So, actually, yeah. this is... Yeah, you rocked that sucker to sleep. Right, no, it's well emulsified. It looks nice. Thank you. Um, so well, we're going to sip on this margarita, but we should probably take a quick break to hear from our sponsors, and we'll come back and talk to talk more to the team from Quattro about this delicious product. Mm-hmm. And iconic. Wee. <laughs> Super awesome. Thank you, Heritage. And we are back. You're listening. That. That's Brendan from Roberta's, man. He's awesome. He does the best commercials. That He's super awesome, awesome, apparently. He's super duper awesome. So just before to break, you say Cointro it's iconic. It's iconic. And do you know what is the anagram of Cointro? But do you know what is an anagram? An, an-, uh, an anagram is when you take the letters. Yeah, radar. Uh, what? Radar. Radar? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's when a palindrome. Okay. Ooh, oh. it is. It's so both. A, so an anagram is when you take the letters of one word and uh, you change the letters and you find another word. Oh, So yeah. what is the anagram of control? Mm. Iconic. And uh, you have a... <laughs> it's a tip. Iconic, it uh, can help you. Yeah, what's that? It's a true icon. Ah, true icon. Is that the tattoo that uh, you're getting in this photo? Ah, no. <laughs> no, no, I do so not have the... Says? True, uh, true icon uh, tattoo, not yet. But, uh, that's a duck. <laughs> just a no, duck. No, 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 a few, uh, yeah. Oh, that tattoo? A <laughs> yeah. duck. That's a duck. What are you talking about? Uh, 1806 made, uh, on his arm on the back cover? Yeah, 18, huh? uh, 1806. There you go. That is a Hell yeah. beautiful tattoo. <laughs> on the front, I have the Pierrot. Yeah. And other way, I, I have uh, the duck. Because the noise of the duck is a coin coin in France. Uh-huh. So the first letters of Cointreau. So my nickname is friends in French is a coin coin. So what up? Ah, that's <laughs> so cute. Quack quack. I love that. Quack quack. I did so yeah. Not know that. As long as we're uh, seamlessly getting in key messaging, <laughs> I would like to point out that <laughs> um, speaking of labels, that Quantro is actually eighty proof, and that's like the number one thing I love to tell bartenders, love to tell everybody. They don't realize that it's unusual for a liqueur that has the sugar content that we do. Um, to have that high of proof. So I do think that's why it is delicious in a margarita um, because you're not sacrificing proof, you're you know, retaining the balance but, um, and the citrus flavor, but you're still, uh, you know, that's the sugar content of the drink. So 
Cool. Worth pointing out. So you can use it as a base spirit. You could if you want to <laughs> have a hangover, but yes, like, it's delightful. But it is still liqueur. There is hey, a it's going to happen yeah. either way. Yeah, fair right. enough. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I mean it's it's eighty proof. I think a lot of people don't know that. So. Very cool. Yeah, I don't think I knew that. So we are having margaritas. Yeah, a Norwegian margarita created in nineteen forty eight. Look at that. There you by, go. Um, Check. What? <laughs> Margarita Sames. Okay. Dallas Social. Yeah, no, oh. Created by Margaret Sames. Uh, um, she organized a beautiful party in her villa in Acapulco. And to welcome her guests, her friends, she wanted to create uh, a cocktail with her two favorite uh, alcoholic beverages, Crunchro and Tequila. And uh, the guest gave the Spanish name, uh, the Spanish version of Margaret, uh, Margarita. So... Cool. Yeah. In Acapulco? In Acapulco. <laughs> That's the story. Some it's a, Richie Rich it's in exotic. her villa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some Richie Rich in her villa. <laughs> Cole kicking it in Acapulco. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, it's from there, so that's 1948. So, where does the margarita move from there? Literally everywhere, right? How did it. Was, there, was it a. Uh, marketing still campaign? maintains its mantle no. as number one ordered cocktail in America. Yeah. In the world. Is the it the world? Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. the most popular cocktail in the world. But like like the say like the the Moscow Mule, which was popularized by the like advertisement of the, the recipe from both the ginger beer company and from Smirnoff. Was this something mm-hmm. that came about as did it spread because of an advertisement campaign from like Quantro? No. We never push uh, we never did a global advertising campaign about uh, the margarita. It's uh, when it's good and it's... No, no uh, reprisal of the sad clown? No, no, no. No, really, it's a beautiful and delightful cocktail. So naturally, it uh, exports itself uh, everywhere around the world. So we never pushed a lot. Just the margarita, it was... Uh, I'm not trying to sound like a corporate hack, but like it is an exercise in balance, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's such a simple cocktail, but it's so easy to mess up. And... You know, if you hit the note of like the strong base spirit, the citrus, the sweet, like, and you do it right, like, it's easy. It's easy to replicate. You can do it at home, whatever. Yeah. Like, I feel I like. I mean, I, would, I think I would actually kind of go against you on that. I don't think that it is that easy to fuck up. I think it's hard to fuck up. This is one of those drinks that's made out of metal. Like, if you've got the ingredients, it's going to be good. Uh, no, I think you it's disagree? a proportions thing. Like, yes, no. I agree with you that the raw materials need to be, like, delightful. Um, hence why you need to be using Quantro and not some bullshit, but, like, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, bullshit. Yeah. but like I think if it was so easy or if it wasn't easy to mess up then why if we could walk into so many bars and get a bad one all the time all they, the time all the time like I you mean know, you lived in Dallas yes I know all about bad yeah. margaritas <laughs> yeah man same I mean, they pull out they pull out that sour mix. It's like neon green, right. and you're Again, like wrong ingredients. Right, right. I get, no, I get for it. sure, for sure. But like, but if there's lime juice, Quattro, and tequila involved, I think it's pretty metal oh, no. cocktail. It's Quattro tequila and lime juice. <laughs> <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. 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 I agree with you that it's hard to mess up if you're willing to if you're willing to have good ingredients that you're starting with. Yeah, bad yeah. in, bad out. Yeah, I'm just saying that like there's a few cocktails that come to mind for me that are like. I call them. They're metal. They're made of metal. Like you can, so you can, you can, you can put the balance totally wrong on a Manhattan, and it'll still be a good Manhattan. Like that's a, it's made of metal. Should I make you, you a bad margarita to like figure this out? <laughs> <laughs> With the same margarita, like the same. 
Ooh, challenge. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't da- want to drink da- a bad margarita. Dave, I've had too Dave much in my life. Yeah. Dave, Dave will drink it. Oh, thanks for volunteering me. You're welcome. <laughs> you're, like Sorry, our, you're like our garbage disposal. So how do you feel about, like, just in, in the world of, like, say, gin martinis, how do you feel about uh, variations on the margarita? Like, different flavored margaritas. Yeah, after it's a um, classic cocktail, it's a base of cocktail and should be an uh, inspiration for uh, f- to creating new things. But if you want to give the name of margarita, you need to have the three initial ingredients. And after, you can uh, add uh, whatever you want, uh, ginger, honey, or whatever. But if you put, for example, just uh, tequila, uh, agave syrup, and lime, it's not a margarita. Oh, Tommy's margarita? It's just yeah. a Tommy's. That's it. Yeah. Um, Tommy burn. burn. Do we have a sound for that, Dave? Whoosh. <laughs> 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 Dave's got it all, man. Dang, Dave. Oh, nice. No, but after, don't, don't test me. After <laughs> it's, it's great if the margarita can be an inspiration for bartenders today and to create a new things. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I think it's a. There are certain cocktails that are just they are a platform to build upon. They have a foundation. Things like. <clears throat> Obviously, like I said, for the, like the martini, I think the Negroni is one of them. Obviously, the Manhattan is. But one thing I don't like about the margarita, I don't like salt on the rim, man. That's fine. You do or you yeah. don't? I don't. Do thing. I don't. No, and, the, I, and I understand why the salt makes sense for the drink because, it, yeah. like you were saying before the show, anytime you have, add sugar or salt to a dish or to a drink, it's a palate stimulator mm-hmm. and you taste more of the other flavors in the cocktail. Yeah. But I don't know. I've just never been. How I've are never you? Been a, well, also, growing up in Oklahoma, they they have that thing with the sponge, and it's got lime juice in it. <laughs> oh, and yeah. then they I dunk it. the whole glass, and it's like an inch thick. like On the inside and the outside. Yeah. Inside and outside. Yeah, so, that's kind of gross. I mean, it should be a half rim, right? No, that's always yeah, half. That's why you went and you do it, it's always half. Always so, half rim. So that way there's a choice for the yeah, drinker. Exactly. But also, um, so, um, what do you feel about saline solution in the drink? That's more modern. I'd like that. Sings. Yeah, that's what we I do. Like it. Chad that's Solomon is listening somewhere and going, oh. So you, so you <laughs> put the salt directly in the liquid? Yeah, we, we okay. would have like a, a 80, 20, 80% uh, water, 20% salt solution. Okay, okay. A couple drops. Good. You know, we do that to a lot of drinks, not yeah, just yeah. margarita, but. Not just, not just citrus drinks. Yeah, exactly. Stirred drinks. Yeah, sure. sure. A couple drops of salt in Negroni, kill it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, kill it. Oh, yeah, you're right. Salt yeah, in Negroni. Right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, yeah, this is no. Well, okay, we can agree to disagree. I think that <laughs> it's if, if all the right pieces are there, I think it's kind of hard to get it too far out of whack. But I think that most people don't have the right pieces to begin with. Is I guess my point. Right. Well. So. Okay. What would you What would you say that the main one that's missing? It'd be fresh lime juice, right? Uh, it'd be. Because I feel like Quattro is everywhere. Well, no, I, you'd be you'd be shocked. Like it, sh- it should be. Um, I think. Yes, obviously fresh ingredients is key, but um, since it's a modifier, I think a lot of people think from a cost perspective or whatever, like, oh, I can swap it out and it won't be a big deal. Nobody will miss it. And it's a huge deal, you know? So uh, we were talking about earlier at Food & Wine, like, I just think it's crazy. You go to these nice restaurants that don't cut corners, that have, like, heritage kale and all this bullshit, and, like, but then they, <laughs> they, they use, like, some nasty modifier, you know, and with, yeah. like, artificial ingredients in their cocktails. And you're like, I don't understand. I don't know. I feel like this is, like... Uh, a stale idea that obviously you should have a culinary perspective on your beverages that you do on yeah. your 
Um, it doesn't even have there. to be culinary. It just has to be same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're going to serve anything, make it great. Yeah. yeah. I agree. If, if you're going to serve coffee, make it great. But yeah. I've eaten at lots of really nice restaurants it. that like use gross modifiers, and it's, it's a bummer. There's, you know? Yeah. There's, like, there's only one liqueur that I use behind the bar that is the cheap version because I think it's better. And that's blue curacao. I get like the <laughs> or something like that. But it, are you gonna make? A, are you gonna? Have, you made Cointreau Noir, right? Yeah. That was based with cognac. Yeah. No, it's based of Cointreau. It's seventy percent of Cointreau with thirty percent of cognac. Right. And maceration okay, of so walnuts yeah. and almonds. So that was the difference, and it came so, with yeah. a gold bottle. You still make it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. There's some blue dye in there. There you go. Not in yeah. the in the gold bottle was the first version, and you have one. Keep it because it's I'm collector saying, now. I'm just but, saying. Uh, it's a, you know, if you guys really want to become a successful company, uh, <laughs> yeah. maybe you make Cointreau blue. I'm just saying. Yeah. No, no. But uh, at the at the beginning, the the curacao, the blue curacao, uh, people used the bartender used uh, Cointreau, and they add artificial uh, blue uh, color inside. Yeah. Cool. So that after it's a famous um, brand from New Zealand. Uh, Netherlands who created uh, the blue curacao in a bottle, but at the beginning, bartender used Cointreau with the color. So I think it's mixology. worth noting that like, <laughs> yeah. a lot of people actually don't realize that... So Cointreau is a triple sec. It invented the category, um, blah, blah, blah. That's a different story. But like triple sec and curacao are two totally different categories, sure. which most people don't realize. So I don't know if you want to talk about the differences, but... Explain the difference. Yeah. I would love for... But at the beginning, when the orange liqueur were created, it was called a curacao. Because the oranges came oh, from Curacao Island. If someone looking for a job in Curacao, so so and after so the Curacao was great, but it didn't taste orange. It was in a brandy base with a low uh, low uh, low proof and with a high rate of sugar. So the brandy and the sugar mask the, the orange flavors. So Edouard Cointreau had the idea to create a better orange liqueur than the Curacao. So when he perfected his, his recipe after 10 years of research, he gave the name of Triple Sec, uh, and through the stewards, he wanted to explain us what was inside, triple, three times more concentrated, with a selection of the best orange peels and with a specific distillation process, at the end he extracted, he, he added an alcoholate three times more concentrated in orange flavors. And sec means dry with less sugar. So uh, because the more you the more you add sugar in your liquor, the more you want to uh, mask the poor quality of the ingredients. So Edouard Cointreau wanted to highlight the orange um, the orange flavors of his uh, of his recipe. So basically, three times the orange and drier than, than curacao. Yeah. Th- and a neutral but, spirit base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And way higher content of, of essential oils. Or three times brew, three times the, uh, the orange influence, and then drier. Yes. Yeah. Just dry. I, think, yeah. I think the point is like that Edouard, you know, when he... So Alfred's official title is our global heritage man- manager. So he, you know, spends a lot of time in the archives, uh, doing a lot of research, and just like obviously embodying the brand, but also preserving, you know, the heritage of the brand. And one of the things that he uncovered is that, you know, when 1849, when the distillery opened, like, oranges were the most exotic flavor anyone can think of. So everyone was making orange curacao. Cointreau, to be on trend, was like, we should do that too. But I think the thinking with someone like Edouard was that it wasn't about making something commercially that would be successful. It was like, the question of like what is the apex of what an orange liqueur can be so they kept changing it changing it changing it changing it Mm -hmm. until they were like 
shit, I think I have something totally new, which I think is interesting. Isn't it crazy to think that, you know, 170 years ago, that oranges were like that exotic? It was like the no, matcha no, it, of it, its it, time. It was a gift for Christmas, huh? a beautiful gift yeah. for Christmas, was an orange. And we take and, it for granted these days. Yeah, you know? of course. Yeah. I mean, and when you look in the history of France, uh, when you had a king, the king had uh, they had a castle, and close of the castle they had an orangerie. It was a house where they put the orange trees. And the more you had orange trees, the more you were powerful, you know? Today, when you have a nice car, a nice sure, watch. Sure, status symbol. Yeah, exactly. So in this time, it was the orange trees. The yeah. golden fruit trees. That was wow. the name of the, yeah. uh, the wow. orange trees. Golden yeah. fruit. Yellow browns, they call them. The yellow reds, sorry. Yellow, red. <laughs> yellow reds. Before the word orange existed, they called them yellow reds. Yellow reds. Then they created the word orange for the fruit. Really? Okay. Crazy. Etymology. Yellow red, okay. Look at and, and that gives the name to the color. The yeah. fruit gives mm-hmm. the name to the color, so... So, yeah. So how does it, I mean, do you, do you do you roll around like? I mean, you're like sort of royalty. No. <laughs> so you you, you, brought you got up, a lot of oranges, bro. Just, uh, you, you brought up kings, right? Yeah, yeah. You, got, you got a lot of oranges in your life. So I mean, we're drinking orange wine. Too. Yeah, right. Was that, was that planned out? P.S. Look at his socks. I know. Um, <laughs> I, I can't stop looking at his socks. Yeah, they're, they're, right, they're right there in your face. I can't um, stop. <laughs> now he's I'm, I'm making him nervous. So I mean, but like you're you're what generation are you at this point? The six. You're the sixth generation of this yeah. iconic brand, exactly. and you you carry its name. Like you're you're sort of royalty in the in the. I'm not a royalty, huh? I am a cool guy, more or less. So he actually his uh, siblings and cousins are not in the business. So Alfred's actually unique in that way that he fought to be part of this company. I am company. unique. Oh, yeah. thank you. Well, you're very unique, but <laughs> that's another discussion. But what, what do you mean you fought to be in it? The, your 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 siblings didn't want to be a part of it. No, it's if you want to join the family business, it has to be a personal choice. We do not put pressure on the shoulders, and um, we encourage to go to see other things. And if you want to join, it has to be a personal choice. So today, from the sixth generation, I am the only one who decided to take care of the of these uh, beautiful, uh, iconic uh, bottles. Maybe uh, one day one of my cousins, my brother, my sister will join, and maybe after the seventh generation we'll do it. So mm. we never It's kind of so. like being Amish. It's a rumspringer. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was just about to <laughs> say. Yeah. I was about to say the same yeah. thing. You and I, we're together we're, today. Yeah, we're insane. You want NyQuil too? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I'm always on NyQuil. <laughs> <laughs> Hopped up on NyQuil and Tide Pods. So you you were encouraged to go out and 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 get schooling and get see yeah. the world and understand other things. I was a perfect pupils. And oh then my you, God. <laughs> yeah, you look at. <laughs> uh, and then you came back to to yeah. the family and said, "No, you know what? I've gone and looked around. I want to. Yeah. I want to do this." Before I did uh, different stuff. I worked for copy system, uh, advertising department of a newspaper, a lot of stuff like that. And I wanted to have a passion uh, to kick my ass out of my bed every morning. You know. And uh, every morning, I saw my father to go to his garage with a smile, because when my father was younger, uh, he went to the distillery, but he didn't go in the pot still room. He went in the garage, where we had guys who fixed uh, the trucks and the cars of the sales teams, etc. So he became passionate about, about engine and uh, vintage cars. So from his passion, he did his job. And uh, also, I saw my grandfather until the end of his life. He, he passed away when he had uh, 90 years old, uh, 69 years in, uh, in, the, in, the, in the company. Beautiful oh. number. Beautiful <laughs> number. <laughs> that number. So, no, but during, s- during 69 years, he went with, uh, with a smile and with passion in his office. 
So I wanted to, to do to have the same in my, in my job. So, um, and when I decided to join the family business, I never had, um, comment did they regret? Regrets. 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 So yeah, and I really la like it. And when I started, I spent one year at the distillery to meet uh, everybody, all the employees, to uh, um, start at the selection of the oranges to the pot still, um, to the pot still room uh, until the bottling line. And in one year at the distillery, I learned more, more than five years at school. So yeah, of course. So it was like an apprenticeship. Yeah. Yeah, got, total you, immersion. You, yeah, and you mm -hmm. started from, from what you said, selection of oranges all the way through bottling. Yeah, exactly. So you saw the Because when you, when you are in Fred Cointreau, you can say, uh, I don't know about a, about a question uh, around this brand. So yeah. yeah, you need to have yeah. the answer, yeah. right? Very cool. So then, all right, now you did all that, and then you traveled around a lot. And exactly. You so wrote this book. In this book, I wanted to Which share... Which every uh, single page has a different name of a city. Yeah. So yeah, in, uh, I can, uh, in each page, each city, you can see a place, so should be a bar or not. Mm -hmm. uh, you can uh, see someone, uh, should be uh, a person, I mean, should be uh, a bartender or not, or you can see a cocktail. So I describe um, everything when I met this person, when I went in this place, or when I uh, tasted this cocktail with a nice draw. I hope they are, they are nice. And, um, is this your art? Voilà. No, no, okay. unfortunately not. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and at the end, you can find the address of those places so you can have your own experience through uh, the experience I already had. So. What was that, um, was that Charles Baker book, like Jigger, Beaker, Flask, yep. around the world? Mm -hmm. I feel like this is like that, but f a little franglishy and more funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Well, it looks cool. charming. It's got these really beautiful hand-drawn hand uh, uh, illustrations. Yeah. And, uh, and then, yeah, um, like I said, I'm just sort of thumbing through it right now. We just got it before the show, so I haven't had a chance to look at it. But each, each page is a different city, sometimes yeah. different countries. Exactly. I like it because it looks like uh, journal entries almost because the drawings yeah. are, you know, more rustic. And it's like very much, it yeah. sounds like you talking. You know, it sounds yeah. like just ah, like that your was memory. The yeah. So that is the first book. I would like to write uh, three more because uh, number four is really, really important. Four corners. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Square bottle, four corners. Square, exactly. I'm paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Will. <laughs> the anagram of control, what is it? A uh, true, true uh, icon. Icons. A true icon, yeah. Yes, there you go. See yeah, you guys. Dave! Uh, <laughs> I'm paying attention the whole time. <laughs> Dave's a real star on this thing. I didn't yeah, realize yeah. that he was the brains behind this operation, guys. <laughs> He's the hamster on the wheel that keeps the thing running. <clears throat> oh my gosh. It's very cool. It's it's kind of anecdotal. It's like you said, it's like journal entries. It's just a fun book. It's like this this is like you said uh before the show that like on the front cover it's you standing at a bar with a full drink and then on the back cover the drink is empty. So you should start with the drink and yeah. then finish the drink by the time you get and it is it's a short quick read but it's also it's kind of a it's kind of like a travel companion you know like yeah. when you're on the road you can just like blast through this and yeah you know, you that was intentional like, right that was yeah yeah, yeah that was intentional like he made it that size to like mm -mm. it's easy in a carry-on like yeah yeah totally cool so alvar do you want to tell these guys our plan for your u.s tour because we're just kicking it off oh, yeah. we're on day two right now what so, so yeah yes. day two yeah, yeah. Oh, i didn't know i am already tired yeah rockstar tour yeah so when did you get here uh i arrived on monday i landed on monday afternoon straight from france 
straight from Paris. Yeah. We had dinner with uh, another icon, um, uh, <laughs> 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 uh, Toby, Toby. Ciccini, who's amazing, oh, yeah. obviously. And um, lovely dinner with him. Um, ended up, at, we were at the Nomad that night, and then we ended up at Long Island Bar the next day. Which was yesterday. Yesterday, oh my yeah. god! But it was just like so comfortable, and everyone yeah. was so happy, and like we we're having so much bar. fun with him, and like we everyone. Didn't want it was to just, move it. It was no, like, it was yeah. difficult to leave. Yeah. Like so, we're all tired today, but lots more to see. Well, I hope you have your energy. What? Yeah. Uh, what spots are on the tour? New York City, then what? Uh, Dallas after. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, after oh. New Orleans. Yes. We are actually going to Mardi Gras, and we are dressing as Piro, that yeah. creepy clown. <laughs> and we have an army of bartenders that are going to You carry on a bottle same. that you lick? Yep. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> going to be great. <laughs> and, uh, and we finish uh, to San Fran, at San Fran. Cool. So, so Dallas, New Orleans, San Francisco. Not, not, a, not a crazy schedule, it doesn't sound like. Mardi Gras is going to be insane, though. Have you yeah. ever been? I've never gone. I've already gone to New Orleans for Tales of Cocktail. So it was crazy yeah. it's crazy yeah. during tales of cocktail but every, every oh, 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 oh. You everybody seen nothing yeah. yet pal yeah. everybody told me i lived in new orleans for three years yeah. i'm from I'll like the south louisiana That's awesome. well, i will see that yeah man well but immediately after this we're actually going to go to grand army Woo! and have yeah. some quattro cocktails Yay. sounds awesome yeah Hi, so Marina. we're going to be <laughs> hanging out <laughs> Wish I could God go. damn it, Dave. You're so good. <laughs> so we're going to be uh, featuring some, uh, some Qua- uh, Quantro and Quantro, Remy Quantro products um, today from 5 to 7 at Grand Army uh, and hanging out with um, Alfred and Emily and Kayla, having some drinks. We'll have the book there to check out and uh, yeah, be a good time. We'll get you back, get you back on the horse, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We need it. After yeah. after yeah. crushing it with Toby last night at Long Island Bar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> easy to do. <clears throat> it is easy to do. <laughs> All right. Cool, man. That's about it for the show today. Uh, what do we got coming up, Southern? Let me take a look. Um, we have uh, upcoming shows include, but aren't limited to, Sam Ross from uh, Attaboy. Maggie. Never heard of him. Yeah, Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry. He's a kid from Australia. <laughs> Again, another plucky little bar. I hope they make it. Um <laughs> Uh, Maggie Hoffman's going to be on to talk about her new book called One Bottle Cocktails. Um, we've got Rob Morton's going to be on from uh, Critical Mass to talk about how just how a company uh, makes and produces um, big events. He's a big event drink maker. Yeah. Like, we, we make cocktails by the, I don't know, well, one, by the one by at the a time. One. <laughs> we also make cocktails maybe on a like heavy guns. service night by the batch of a liter bottle, but he makes cocktails on a scale of the, the tens of thousands. It's crazy. I'm just curious to know how the fuck that happens. Yeah. Yeah. When I deal with a room that's 240 square feet and he's dealing with 240,000 people. That's insane. It's just insanity. Um, so those are upcoming shows and, and many more uh, like them that we're, we're getting lined up. Uh, so please stay tuned and take a listen. I'd like to just throw in one quick plug for my buddies. Um, I forgot to mention at the top of the show, on Super Bowl Sunday, I got to hang out with them. They came into the complex and I took them all around. It was uh, Ed Rudisell and Arthur Black. They have a, a podcast called uh, Shift Drink. They're from Indianapolis. I don't know if you've listened to it, Damon, but yeah. it's, it's a great it's podcast. A great name for a podcast. Yeah, it's a great podcast. Um, similar to ours, in, in fact, in how they uh, approach the guest as sort of like uh, after hours, you're getting a chance to listen to them while they have their shift drink. That's the name of their, their yeah. story. Um, uh, but they do a little bit more editing and polishing, so <laughs> a little yeah. cleaner than us. <laughs> um, but a great show, and those dudes were really awesome, and, and I, I'm really glad I got to hang out with them. Uh, anyway, that's all I've got with my drug-addled brain today. <laughs> You're doing great, buddy. You're Thanks, doing great. man. Um, well, that, yeah, I guess that wraps up today. Um, 
please uh, support this uh, family. They're trying to make it with this product called Cointreau. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this scrappy little operation. Yeah. yeah. Um, Got some car washes and bake sales coming up, guys. <laughs> you could show up, please. <laughs> we got a Kickstarter. <laughs> Anyway, Indiegogo. <laughs> uh, but thanks again for coming on the show today. Been, thanks for welcoming us. Yeah, it's, really uh, appreciate. There's a lot of stuff that I learned today that I didn't know back when. Me too. So I, that's always the best kind of show. Yep. And I uh, can't wait to go have uh, some happy hour drinks with you guys. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's it for the Speakeasy this week. Check out Heritage Radio Network for many more programs like this one, and click on the beating heart to donate to the station so we can keep on keeping on. Till next week. Cheers, y'all. Cheers, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load Knows that country music's gonna save your soul The devil runs his groove in them rhythm and blues That's him It's gonna get you some in the end Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network Food radio supported by you For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events Subscribe to our newsletter Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please... Join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening. Oh,